Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here. Welcome to another edition of the Cheryl Atkinson Podcast. Today, a fascinating story of a Trump supporter and conservative event organizer who says he's being singled out and targeted in a smear and is now suing the Anti-Defamation League for alleged defamation. Today, we're going to hear from a man who claims he is the target in a classic smear, and he's fighting back, suing the Anti-Defamation League for alleged defamation. His name is John Sable, and he's formed an organization called the Patriot Voice. He says he was never very interested in engaging in politics until Donald Trump came along on the political scene. Trump, he says, inspired him to become involved and Now he's created a pro-Trump organization called the Patriot Voice. On the website, it says the Patriot Voice is a grassroots organization putting together top-shelf, engaging, and fun events for patriots who love God and this country. We showcase pertinent and dynamic speakers whose messages are timely and relevant. The website goes on to say, Our goal is that all who attend will leave the event with new hope for this country and its future, and with a new vigor, passion to go home and get involved in their respective communities. Well, now, as I said, he's suing. And during this interview, you'll hear what the Anti-Defamation League says about Sable and what he has to say about that. Is there reason to believe John Sable is being unfairly smeared because of his political positions? Listen and make up your own mind. And I will point out to learn more about the Anti-Defamation League and their positions, you can go to ADL.org. Tell me a little bit about your background, sort of a thumbnail sketch of where you got, how you got here today, where you are. So I'm a disabled Navy veteran from Pennsylvania. Uh, originally, and I um, have been a supporter of Trump since he started in 2015, actually. And um, from that, I've started to um, cultivate a kind of group following where I am using that following now to build this business the Patriot Voice, where we're doing events now. Um, We did our first event in in May of 2021, and that was in Dallas, Texas. Um, We had another event thereafter in October of 2021, and it's been quite a ride since um, we've had some, I guess you could say, controversial figures at our events. And okay, as a let's, let's, that, before, we, before we get ahead on that, you're a Navy mm-hmm. veteran, as you said. Yes. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. And you're a conservative guy? Were you always? Yes. Um, I've always been conservative, although I wasn't really too into politics before uh, Trump decided he was going to run. And then I really kind of got activated in that space. What'd you like so much about Trump when you first heard him? The the thing that I like the most about Trump was his um, message against uh, globalism, right? America first. Um, you know, we had gone through eight years of Obama, which was, you know, very, very tough on our country. 
So um, as soon as he came onto the scene and I knew exactly what he was all about, I was all in from the start. And I started using my social media platforms to uh, build a group and then which eventually became a following. And um, I actually met my girlfriend on there, believe it or not. And then what we did was we decided to start doing these events. So tell me um, what the Patriot Voice is. Is that a, a nonprofit or a company? What what would you say the Patriot Voice is and what uh, it's all about? The Patriot Voice is a well, it's my mon it's my moniker, but it's also my company. So what we do is we do top shelf Patriot events. I mean, we we host the most timely, relevant speakers. Is it entirely pro Trump, or is it bigger or more than that? Um. Our events specifically are pro-Trump. So yes, um, I mean, we're very um, pro-MAGA, pro-America first, yes. Okay, now you're here today, we're talking because you are suing the Anti-Defamation mm -hmm. League for Defamation, ironically. <laughs> that me, is very ironic. <laughs> let me give a little background. The Anti-Defamation League's motto is fighting hate for good. And yes. they say on their website, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism, impacts millions of Jews and people of all backgrounds in the U.S. and around the globe, tearing the fabric of societies wherever it spreads. ADL, Anti-Defamation League, is the world's leading expert on anti-Semitism and is on the front lines, shining a light on all forms of anti-Semitism and empowering individuals and communities with tools to address this age-old hate. I will point out they, they go way beyond supposed hate against Jews. They also you know, attack racism in different forms. So it's not just an, an organization that goes against people who right. they believe are anti-Jewish. I will tell people, read about the Anti-Defamation League, go on their website, get their side of things. And I think one of their interesting pages you might want to look at not really related to today is they have a hate symbols database on their website that's pretty interesting. Now, what they say about you, okay, let me look at this. You're an entry on the Anti-Defamation League's website. It says John Sable, also known as QAnon John, is a QAnon influencer who runs the Patriot Voice website. This is their side of the story, which he uses to advertise QAnon-related conferences. These conferences, the first of which was held in May 2021, have showcased the mainstreaming of QAnon and other conspiracy theories. So um, tell me how this current controversy with you suing them began? Well, I'm not exactly sure um, what they saw or, you know, I, what, I, what I believe is happening is they kind of put me into a bucket with what the mainstream media calls, quote unquote, QAnon, which they made into like a kind of scarlet letter, right? So if you uh, talk about Q or QAnon, you're automatically in the eyes of the mainstream media, you are a domestic terror threat or you are an anti-Semite. And um, while yes, I did go by the moniker QAnon John, that is not how I originally got that name. Um, well before the mainstream media even mentioned the word QAnon, QAnon was a title used for people, Anons, on the 4chan board who were following the few drops of information that were coming out. 
Um, and that has nothing to do with being an extremist or an anti-Semite in any way. Um, what they are afraid of with this is that those few drops of information um, are a way for the public to get ahead of the narrative. And that's really what sets this apart, is that it has nothing to do with um, being an extremist. I mean, I, I personally have never been arrested. I don't have a criminal record. I'm an honorably discharged Navy veteran disabled. So uh, I, I fail to see how they, you know, what it's accurate that they're calling me an anti-Semite or a, Okay, so let's, um, for people who don't know, what is QAnon in terms of what you see it as and what it was made out to be? Let me give a little background. You tell me if I'm correct on this and fix anything I'm saying that's wrong. QAnon yes. became really big. Was it when Trump was being elected initially in 2016? Um, there was- I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, people were looking online and it's, special weird i looked at it a few times like chat group thing that's not doesn't look regular on the web but yeah supposedly a, a person or a group of people that was was publicizing inside maybe intel related or white house related information that really appealed probably to trump supporters and conservatives the with the nature of the information that yes furthered some conspiracies and i'll point out many conspiracy theories have proven true in the past few years so that doesn't, that doesn't discredit it on its face. I think some of the stuff that was published that I looked at didn't happen. There were a lot of sort of codes and dates, like these these mysterious, you know, things like going to see a psychic that doesn't really say anything. Like it would say <laughs> things like check out the number four and look at the date today and you'll know. And but, <laughs> but there was also some, you know, there was some interesting information on there that did appear to be coming from someone who may be working on the inside of government. Did I describe this right? I mean, you add to that what you wish. So the, the original Q drops of information, um, I believe, were absolutely coming from inside of the Trump White House because there was correlation and connection between um, some of the communications from Trump and his team during this time to kind of corroborate that. And Q, that Q refers to a security uh, level of security clearance in the government, right? So they're therefore it does. anonymous. Exactly. Okay. That's 100% correct. And you know what? That's one of the things that the mainstream media will never touch on is that Q got the name Q because uh, one of the first drops was Q clearance patriot. And Q clearance is the highest level of clearance in the, the U.S. Department of Energy. So um, there, there's that connection there. Um, but they they totally gloss over that. Um, they, what they've made QAnon into is kind of like this um, group that doesn't exist really so okay so um you have alleged in your complaint you came on the radar of the anti-defamation league and let me say the leader of adl as far as i can tell is still jonathan greenblatt is that your understanding yes he's described as an american entrepreneur corporate executive sixth national director and ceo of the anti-defamation league prior to that he served in the white house as special assistant to barack obama Yes. And director of the Office of Social Innovation and Civic Participation. Now, you are accusing them in a lawsuit of singling out you on their website and including you by name in their glossary of extremism. Yes. Put down these little statements that you've 
said in your complaint, they've said that you advertise QAnon related conferences, which have showcased the mainstreaming of QAnon and other conspiracy theories. And let's see, in your lawsuit, you talked about what you've told us that QAnon as in terms of what it was predates the controversialization of that group. <clears throat> and then it says, um, they've said you've been known to peddle anti-Semitic beliefs. So it also says you further the notion, they've said that a global cabal of pedophiles, including Democrats are kidnapping children for their blood and will be executed when Donald Trump is reinstated as president. So they say that you basically said that and you say those are defamatory and untrue statements. You wanna tell us about all of that. The, um, so this goes back to what I was talking about, that scarlet letter, right? So once you get that um, stamp of QAnon, right? You're put into a box and in that box, you have people that are that are talking about certain things in which they they name right, um, you know. But I personally, um, first of all, I'm not anti-Semitic. Um, in fact, the church that we attend is very pro-Israel. Um, our pastor's a good friend to the state of Israel, and when we tithe to that church, the money goes to Israel. So I fail to see in any way, shape, or form how I'm anti-Semitic, not to mention we've had Jewish people on our stage. Um, so um, there's that. And what it, what it really is, is it's just a dog whistle uh, to the mainstream media. So the mainstream media will see that on there that Oh, he's you know peddling these quote anti-Semitic beliefs when really they have no proof of any of that. I've never uh, said that on our stage. No one on our stage has ever said anything like that. Um, so I find it absolutely absurd, to be honest with you. Much more after a short break. In this age of a highly controlled media landscape, it's never been more important to fight the heavy hand of censorship and support truly independent journalism. Go to CherylAckison.com and click the store tab for a great way to do that. There are all kinds of cool products. A lot of them make great gifts that feature catchphrases like, I tested positive for critical thinking and do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself. Proceeds support independent journalism causes like the Cheryl Ackeson Ion Awards for off-narrative, accurate reporting. Go to CherylAckeson.com and click the store tab. Did PayPal block you or your organization's ability to do business? You know, we hear when people yes. are targeted in the media, it's almost impossible to get out from under um, with what they can do using these popular platforms and make sure you can't use them. Tell me about that. So that's another whole thing that we actually were lo just looking into. Um, and I don't want to speak too much on that just because of the, of the case, but there, I believe is a, a collusion be between organizations like the ADL and um, uh, some major payment processors like PayPal, uh, Venmo, and um, others, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I've personally have been 
um, removed from those services. And all I did was take a picture, funny enough, I took a picture with somebody and that was enough for them to remove me, which is crazy. I mean, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. They just didn't like the person that I took a picture with. Who was that? So, um, <laughs> so for our second event, we we had uh, Ron Watkins, uh, Code Monkey Z. He's a great guy. Um, and um, we took a picture with him. And then as soon as that happened, then uh, PayPal and Venmo canceled us simultaneously it was wild never seen anything like that it was well, that within would be coordination and, someone, someone would have to see the picture and submit it and contact those groups and who is right. why is he controversial in their eyes I, you know what <laughs> he's been a he's been a major target um because of uh you know he was he was spotlighted by president trump while he was on twitter and everything and i think that has a lot to do with it also he was um the administrator for 8chan which is where q was uh, posting drops um, after 4chan. So I believe that has a lot to do with it. Without knowing um, what's really behind all of this, you know, because I'm not on the inside, sure. I will say that just based on experience, we do know that Trump opponents, both Democrats and Republicans, and in some other contexts, other political interests, coordinate ahead of these presidential elections to mm -hmm take down influential people that support yes. the candidate they don't like. And one example I can give is we now know in retrospect, the IRS targeted conservative um, groups that wanted tax exempt status to get going prior mm -hmm. to, I guess it was the um, Obama election when he won either the first election or the re-election, there was the big IRS scandal. And we now know they were systematically delaying the approval of some of these big groups, nonprofits that conservatives would have and could have used to raise money and to you know do things that would have been right. against the Democrats. So it's not outrageous to theorize people and groups and organizations and media outlets and media reporters are being targeted right now in a fairly right. organized fashion ahead of the big 2024 um, focus particularly with President Trump coming back on the stage. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I think that, I think you're absolutely right. And I think that's a lot of what's actually happened to me and to the Patriot Voice as a whole. See, the events that we do are extremely effective. And the people that we host on stage um, often bring pretty viral moments, which the mainstream media loves to latch on to. And then they write, um, hit pieces about those viral moments. And then that makes me a target in organizations, um, in the eyes of the organizations like the ADL, for example. Um, so I think that that has a lot to do with it. They use, um, I, I believe they use, you know, straight out of the book for uh, rules for radicals. You know, they, they pick the target, they freeze a the target, they personalize the target and then they polarize the target. And that's exactly what's happening to me um, as a result of, of this. So I can see exactly how this correlates. And I, I believe they use the same playbook with political opponents as well. And how many people come to your, have come to your events or taken part in them? Um, for the first, well, we've, we've had two events, um, which are very successful um, and wide reaching. So we've had, 
a little over a thousand at each. So pretty good crowd. And do you think that you are influential enough by that in your social media and your outreach that you would be put on the radar of people that would like to make sure Trump doesn't have a lot of support or following, you know, in this election? I believe absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I built a pretty uh, sizable social media following. I'm not ashamed of putting my face out there. And obviously I'm doing an interview with you, so I'm not hiding, you know, who I am or what we do. Um, so yes, I've, yes, absolutely become a target. How, I mean, is Twitter, how is Twitter handling your Patriot Voice account now that Elon Musk has taken over? First of all, was it ever, was your account ever censored or limited prior to Musk and how is it being handled now? Yes, very much so. In fact, the original account that I had um, had close to 60,000 um, followers. And yes, it was uh, removed during the J6 purge. Um, and no, I have not gotten it back. But since I have been allowed back on um, on it on my new Twitter profile, it's been amazing. I mean, there hasn't been any shadow banning. Um, I, I was actually able to get, you know, the Twitter blue verification, no problem. I have my number all set up. So um, every time I make a tweet, it gets a lot of engagement. So I guess it's working pretty well. What are you um, asking for in the lawsuit? What is your harm? I guess you have to demonstrate that you're, you've been harmed. Or are you simply asking for them to cease and desist with what you see as the defamation? Well, so what we're looking at right now, there's been a, a retraction um, and an issue for or a um, request for apology um, issued. So they have to apologize, you know, publicly that they defamed me and my organization. Um, they have to put it on their Twitter. They have to put it on their homepage. Um, they and yes, there has to be monetary compensation because um, they have caused damage to me personally. I mean, they put me on their glossary of extremism. So even if I tried to get a job right now, you know, God forbid they would see that and they would, you know, that would ruin my chances of that. So it's kind of like presumed damages in the amount of 10 million is what we're looking for. Well, I will um, reach out to the Anti-Defamation League after we conclude this interview. And if any kind of response I get from them, I'll include as part of the podcast. Thank you for telling us about it. I know how that can be without, again, knowing from the inside what the stories really are. Trust right. me, I've seen this happen to so many people where they are pinpointed for political or other reasons. Maybe a corporation doesn't like something they're doing. And it is so hard to get out from under that smear if you've been unfairly yes. targeted. It can just destroy people. And most people, they really don't know what to do about it. And they don't have the strength or the money, or maybe their family doesn't want them to speak out and fight. So they end up kind of succumbing to it. So it's interesting that you're taking it on in a very um, forthright way with the lawsuit. And, well, what I want, and what I want to really add to that real quick is that I'm doing this, um, you know, for two reasons. Of course, I want to clear my name, you know, I'm not going to let some organization, you know, put a label on me like that, that's going to, you know, possibly affect me for the rest of my life, when I've done absolutely nothing wrong, anything even remotely what they're accusing me of being right and at the same time i also want people other people who have been affected by situations like this to stand up and be um inspired by what i'm doing 
to do the same thing, right? You don't have to be silent. If you are being maligned by these organizations, you should absolutely, you know, do something about it. Don't be afraid. By the way, I contacted the Anti-Defamation League and asked to hear more about their side of the story. The group responded by saying it would not comment while there was pending litigation. But as of this recording, they do have a short entry about Sable on their website under what they call their Glossary of Extremism. The entry simply says John Sable, also known as QAnon John, is a QAnon influencer who runs the Patriot Voice website, which he uses to advertise QAnon-related conferences. These conferences, goes the entry, the first of which was held in May of 2021, have showcased the mainstreaming of QAnon and other conspiracy theories. Eyeshadow has come a long way since you swiped on one color at a time or practically had to take a masterclass in cosmetics to get the shading right. Hi, I'm Star, owner of the Lemonade Mermaid, and I've designed an exclusive shade-shifting multichrome pigment for eyes that's like no other you'll ever see. Just swipe it on your eyelids and the magic happens. Depending on the angle and light, it shifts between hues of gold and pink, or green and pink, and even purple and gold. The shading is done for you. Just $25 for a jar that will last you months. My website is store.lemonademermaid.life. And listeners of this podcast can get 20% off these incredible pigments by using the checkout code PODCAST. I hope to see you at store.lemonademermaid.life today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and if you did, you'll leave a great review and share it with your friends. And check out my other podcast, Full Measure After Hours, for more original reporting and interviews on off-narrative topics that powerful interests often try to censor. It's never been more important to support independent reporting. You can do that by going to the CherylAckison.com website, click the Store tab, and browse our great products The most popular new slogan that I have on products there is, I need to find some new conspiracy theories. All the old ones came true. Proceeds support causes like the Cheryl Ackeson Ion Awards, giving cash awards recognizing and encouraging independent off-narrative reporting by college students and professionals. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself.